0: What it is, what is up, what is good gamers? This is shownuff71 and your auditory canals are tuned in to season six, episode twenty-two, the gaming vessels podcast. And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime. We got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, brother?
1: Not much. Just, you know, here, ready to talk about games with all you fine folks. And appreciate all you listeners, you know, tuning in and checking us out.
0: Indeed. Thank you to our listeners. And, of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's up, man? Not much.
2: Uh, just uh, enjoying this wonderful uh, Tuesday evening on there, so so just uh, enjoying my two-monitor goodness. I finally got my uh, gaming monitor hooked up, so I actually played some games on it, too. Oh, my God.
0: But has <laughs> oh. so, pretty cool. Uh, how was your first adventure into dual-monitor gaming? Um, I or did is play... this your or is this your first adventure? I don't
2: know. Maybe no, this is my first adventure. Yeah, but I did not play. I didn't do like a ultra wide or anything like that as far as playing on multiple screens on there. Uh, my other screen, my second screen, uh, there's a, like a fidelity difference between the one I just bought. So it's just like, uh, and the way to stand works is the stand on the other monitor is not adjustable so it's a little bit below the stand on the one i bought Mm -hmm. on that so it just i think it would work if i wanted to run some stuff like with my what 1070 geforce 1070 but uh it's probably gonna have to be like an older game i'm thinking you know to push that amount of fidelity and the other monitor the second monitor i have is just like one i bought years ago and it's only a 1080p monitor only it's at 60 hertz on here where the new monitor i bought it's like what uh, 1440p at 144 hertz so mm. so it's just either i'm not that you know if i really i'm going cray cray i could go out and buy another 450 dollar monitor to uh equal one to match the one i'm using uh or i just decide to just play off the 127. On now so it just depends i I enjoyed you know I'll kind of dive in more in my playlist but uh, um, you know I usually you see my setup you helped me set up my <laughs> entertainment center kev so I'm used to playing on a 65 inch TV and you know even you could have the highest fidelity ever you would want in the world but you know running on a 27 at a desk is way different than you know playing in front of a 65 you know so mm-hmm. You know, it's like apples and oranges, but, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. You know, I know as soon as our, our listener, dedicated listener, Gerald Ocon, hears this, maybe we'll figure out a way to get some multiplayer going or something where I could uh, dive into uh, PC gaming some more. I've been kind of thinking my uh, desk space a little bit more, too. and I'm using like a $60 chair I ordered off at Amazon, and I use this to work as well. And it's just like after a while, it's like. You know, I might want to splurge on something a little bit more, uh, you know, ergonomical, you know, for my back and <laughs> my comfort. Mm-hmm. So so I, that's what I've been. That's my latest thing I've been poking around to see about getting a, a desk chair of some sort.
1: So. Yeah, don't sleep on uh, ergonomic chairs because, like, they really help out, you know, with your back and, and, and your uh, back and, and, like, lower back support and stuff. So, you know, look into that stuff.
2: I haven't been hurting this, I think, So I haven't been in any sort of pain.
1: From- uh, not yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, so you know, the one chair I was really interested in is uh, currently sold out right now. So I'm just trying to debate whether I get a cheap, cheap, uh, two hundred dollar like uh, Chinese knockoff, you know, <laughs> or whether I should just wait uh, to try to get the chair I want and you know, spending 500 bucks on an office chair was it something i you know, was keeping in mind you know especially with consoles coming out and everything but you know i just might do it because you know working from home it's like you know after a while my butt hurts i'm just tired of
1: well, i thought you said it wasn't hurting
2: joe <laughs> after a while i mean if i'm sitting for three hours straight or something yeah well,
1: there you, <laughs> you go
0: know, so well as someone who suffers from uh, chronic back pain uh don't sleep on lumbar support. Yep. By any means. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah, I was... I'm, since I'm on vacation, I was kind of kicking around the idea of going to see a chiropractor myself. But I don't really know
2: if I'm going to do that. Um, but all this business right now, going to yeah. seeing
0: anyone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep. uh, I don't really know. Uh, I may just have to... I just may have to bite the bullet and use some over-the-counter pain pills until mm. some of this stuff... Yeah, blows
1: over yeah and i'm telling Ah. you like medical professionals are not playing around like i had a dentist appointment on monday and they straight up called me up and was like okay let's do our pre-screening to see if like covid exposure and i was like sure So i took a covid test i was negative everything was fine i told them oh yeah but i went to fresno you know to, to visit my my you know my grandmother and you know my family and they all had covid tests as well because my grandmother's 94 and my mom and my and my aunts are her caregivers and so they they have COVID tests regularly because she's ninety four and they're all older ladies too. They were like, Okay, we can't see you. Fresno's a hot spot, sorry and I was like, But I didn't mm. like I didn't see hardly anybody. Like I went in and saw Joe, but I maintained like, you know, Six feet, you know, and he wore a mask, and you know, so and she was like, Nope, sorry, nope, gotta sorry. Gonna have to wait about a week. And I was like, Oh, damn, so okay. Actually, she, she they wanted to make me wait two weeks, and they were like, And I was like, You look, I need to get this taken care of. And they're like, All right, we can, we can try to do a week, but I, I don't expect them to call me though. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> damn,
0: yeah,
1: so they are playing, no, they are not playing deuces, <laughs> deuces, okay. yeah, yeah. like, nope. So.
2: Uh, I got a good chiropractor I can recommend, Kev, so... Just... No, nah,
0: it's got to be somebody I need that's going to be in group, so... Uh, and I don't even know if I am going to do it with, with everything going on. Uh, I think it's probably best just to stay out of medical offices if you don't absolutely need to be there.
1: I would agree. As
0: of right now, so...
1: Yeah, don't want to run any
2: Costco cans out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't want to do that, but... Uh, well, we're not here. We're not here about back pain daily. We're here about gaming, and we're going to jump into our first topic on the docket, which is going to be our playlist. So, Dez, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing, bro?
1: Okay, so I've only been playing one game, and one game only, and that has been Monster Hunter Iceborne. That game has just—I don't know—it's got its claws into me. And it's, you know, and it's it's just it's just working me over. I'm like, all right, I got to play this game. And so I've just been enjoying playing, you know, that game. You know, i um, been playing with some good friends, Ben, Christian. Uh, they've been kind of like, as Joe says, we kind of burning, up, burning us by helping us, you know, progress. So uh, it was fun. I got up and was fighting an acidic glavinus and a... Um, what is it? Onyx, uh, Oberon, or whatever? Uh, Odegaron or something. That Otagaron oh, fought. Ebony ebony ebony, ebony, ebony,
0: ebony, yeah. Ebony Odegaron. Yeah, yeah I haven't thought that one yet.
1: Though, but that Ebony Odegaron, like his animation when he beat the crap out of that lesser Odegaron, I was like, all right, he's no, he's no one, he's, he's no joke. But but it was a fun, it was it was a fun, um, it was a fun battle, you know, fun fight that I had uh, with him. Um, so, but yeah, that's the game that I've been, that I've been sinking the most, uh, time into, um, decided that I am, you know, for all intents and purposes, a sword and shield main, you know, I know, the people who are like, sword and shield, and I'm like, no, sword and shield, a lot of fun, you know, I can get all up in, all up in the monster underneath it and just be whacking at it, so it's a fun, it's a fun weapon, and I've been enjoying it. I branched out a couple, but again, I am a sword and shield main, so... It's been fun. It's been fun uh looking at the the various different armor sets, looking at the various different weapons. Uh the game the game is awesome. And right now, um uh, they're doing the they're they're giving away uh gems or jewels. Uh by the time y'all hear this, it'll the the giveaway will be over, but uh like if you log in, you get you get a free one. You know, I missed I missed like one or two because they were like elemental jewels, but I'm trying to get like the expert jewel and the attack jewel. So uh, I'll definitely be, be getting those bad boys. So, but it's been a lot of fun. It's it's been a lot of fun. Um, but what I will tell you, uh, I haven't played. You know, I've only played um, Monster Hunter, but I did go on a pretty crazy spending spree. I don't know. There was uh, Best Buy was I guess blowing out, or maybe there were normal prices. I don't know they had a whole bunch of clearance games that I really wanted to that I've been wanting to play. So uh, yesterday. You know, which was bad because I was like lying in bed looking at stuff, and I was like, you know what? Best Buy's having a sale. I'm gonna spend a little bit of money. So, I got a. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you my my purchases real quick. I got time capsule edition of Destiny Connect TikTok Travelers. I got that for Paul. Looks like a really cutesy, kind of JRPG by NIS America. It's um, if like Disney made a JRP J, JRPG you know, kind of thing, but it's... Like,
2: chrono Trigger on the Disney Channel. Or yeah, basically.
1: Yeah. it's but, So I got it. It's, it's like a very like, um... It looks like a very charming kind of like, uh... Uh... JRPG with like little kids running around through time doing shit. I got, uh, this, that's for the Switch. And for the other Switch, I got Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. Although Joe was like, why'd you get that? That's bad on the Switch. Man, man, man. I'm like, dude, shut up. So- <laughs> so so anyway I'll, I'll try it out see what it is you know it was on sale so whatever and then I got Plane Chase Scape, sorry Torment Enhanced Edition and Icewind Dale Enhanced Edition I don't know why but I got them uh, because I never played these games uh, when they were on PC and so um, I figured I would try these out um, thought they would be really cool, and so I bought it. I also bought Neverwinter Nights Enhanced Edition. I guess this game is supposed to be the she who. So, uh... yeah, it's
2: Bioware's one of Bioware's like you know tentpole releases. So. Yeah,
1: I've never again. I've never played this. I've never played this game, so I'm just wondering, you know, how it's going to be and 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 whatnot. I mean, I played Neverwinter. What is it? Uh, the the Neverwinter Nights, the MMO. That's that's Neverwinter Nights too, right? The uh, or Neverwinter, sorry, on um, on PS4. So I'm, I'm yeah, a, that's
2: a whole it's a whole entirely different game.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, but it's in the same lore, you know, because it takes yeah. place in in Neverwinter. Neverwinter, I guess, is the, is the region or something of D and was a fairly being fairly big D fan, but I never really played any of the modules or whatnot. All the things that I played were homebrews. So, so I'm interested in playing that. I also got the Surge 2. I felt really bad for this game because it like came out and people were so hyped about it, but um, but it just kind of landed with like a wet fart. So, so, I felt bad for it. So, but it was hella cheap. So I can't be mad at them savings. So, um,
2: uh, are you in the Souls likes because it's basically yeah. a Souls well, like? I played game the first, first one. one.
1: I, I got pretty far on the first one. And I guess this one just expands upon it, but I guess it expanded upon it a little too much and didn't uh, refresh it enough. So, but. I don't know. I'll check it out. I'll see how it is. I think you can make your own character this time, so that's always a plus. And then I got... Uh, this was, th- this is something that I ordered a while ago, actually. Uh pre-ordered it, and that was uh, the Wonderful 101 for the Switch. So, now nah, I got it for the PS4, Joe. That way we can play together. Ah. So, I don't think there's any multiplayer with it. There is resolution. multiplayer. Up to four players, multiplayer missions... Grab your friends oh, cool. and customize your teams into a mighty fighting force. So, yes, it, there it you is go. So, all right, um, good deal. Yeah. yeah, and so I have one game waiting. Uh, I went on an NIS America kind of crazy kick and I got Town Hero too for the Switch. And I got their, a little
2: town hero, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I got their a little town hero, yeah. I got their uh, their gargantua big town hero thingy or whatever. So, I got their um, I bought their uh, they're a ginormous one. But I couldn't get it from NIS because it was sold out. But I found one, um, a cheaper copy, relatively cheaper copy. Well, it's about the same price, I think, uh, from Amazon. So I should be getting that tomorrow. So um, Yeah,
2: that, um, all the NIS America stuff right now, they're really low printed Yeah. on there. A lot of the PS4 stuff especially, they're not making big print runs on some of these physical No. Games no. and so literally, you're running the risk if you don't. Buy, if you want it physical, you need to buy it right when it comes out, because uh, like you know, with some of the games either sell out or they go on clearance. It's either one or the other, you know. Yeah, so. and
1: and because they have a deal I, yeah, I was just happy that I was able to get it from from Amazon and it wasn't at an inflated price for it. And this is like the this is like the the big like honkin' edition. So I was like, yeah. Oh. So I found it at a good price, so I bought it.
2: I'm kind of curious about the game, but I know that when it came out, the reviews were kind of middling. But uh, if you didn't know Game Freak, the developers of Pokemon did Little Town Hero, So
1: So that's why I was excited to try to see it. But the weird thing about it is the whole thing takes place in a town. And it's all about you uh, getting... uh help from the villagers to fight monsters off and you and you do you do like little errands for the villagers and the villagers kind of i guess help you or give you help or something when you when you're fighting monsters so you're basically you're the defender of this town and so it's like i guess it's like pseudo town management and a little bit of like you know uh boss rush where they where they come and they attack you and stuff so I mean, it looks cutesy as hell, and um, I'm a sucker for um, enhanced editions. So, uh, and it comes with an art book too, I think. And and again, I really just thought it was really cool. And and it wasn't it wasn't the super for what you're getting. It's it was not a crazy price. Like it literally was cheaper than a normal Switch game for for, for the whole edition. So I was like, why not? So so I had to buy it. You know, and I think it's getting a and I think it's getting a, a wider a wider uh, America release, or less that is the release. But I yeah, that is the release. That yeah. is the release. Okay. So, yeah. So we'll see. Um. But I'll, I'll. I mean, I'll play all these games. You know, and I will give you reviews or let you know what I think about them because I. That's what happens. Like I said in a couple episodes ago, I'll. I'll buy a couple of games and I'll play a whole bunch of games until I find one that kind of like hits that, that, that spot that, that hits that, that, that mark of what I want to play. And then I'll stick with that for, for a while. So, so hopefully one of these will, will hit that mark. Um, and then it'll be great. So that's what I've been playing. So Kev, what have you been playing, buddy?
0: Well, I've been playing Monster Hunter and Last of Us 2. So, um, uh... In Monster Hunter, what I've been doing is, uh, I've been running a lot of the light bow gun, and I'm enjoying that weapon. Uh, I tried the heavy bow gun before, and I thought the heavy bow gun was, it was okay, but it was, it's, in a way, it's kind of boring. It's I mean, too you know, All you do is just, yeah, you just kinda, it's got a a lot of the ones have a shield that it blocks everything, and all you do is shoot monsters in the face, and you know, it kind of turns Monster Hunter into a Call of Duty. You know, I and it was just I just found it really I just found it really boring. So I picked up the light bow gun and I've been having a lot of fun with that weapon. Uh, I've got mine modded with uh, what they call slide reload or evasive reload where when you do a dodge after you shoot uh, your magazine will automatically refill and I've been running sticky ammo because right now for light bow guns sticky ammo has the meta and it's just like KOing stuff and knocking stuff out and you know making hunts uh, otherwise more difficult hunts a little bit easier I've also been learning longsword although I think I need to rethink my skills I've been running agitator and I agitator is great I've got like a level. I think Agitator goes up to level five or level six. And I've got um, on one of my sword long sword builds, I have le- Agitator maxed out. Problem with Agitator is that you know the monster has to be in an agitated state, which in master rank is not a difficult thing. But there are times when the monster is not agitated, and you're missing out on a lot of additional damage dealt for every for every hit that you land when the monster is not agitated so i would rather have instead of having you know a whole lot of damage under a certain condition i would rather have consistent damage over the entire range of the fight so i'm going to be looking at some other at another skill i'm either thinking heroics or i'm thinking of uh what is it uh, might Something might, and I can't remember exactly what it is, but um, I'm going to be looking at one of those two skills. Anything that, uh, maximum that I Maximum might, can, I think. Maximum might, yeah. Something that I can team up with uh, with attack that can really lay out the damage consistently over the entire course of a hunt, as opposed to only when the monster is in a certain state. I, I just feel uh, a little bit more, more confident in that. And of course, Last of Us 2 is uh, I was playing. I played for several hours today. My goal is to try and wrap this game up while I'm on vacation. And some, I hit some story points that I was not expecting to take place. And the, the story is getting really good. And the, the action is picking up. Um, as I said before this is a this is a stealth game for the most part but it's the type of stealth that I can work with you know if you're if you're if you're spotted you're not you know it's not the end of the world necessarily I mean if you get swarmed you get swarmed and then it's more than likely curtains but you do have a better chance of finding your way out of the situation if you do get spotted but f them dogs um <laughs> and I say that I say that in a um I think it's a great element it, it really does keep the suspense going uh because basically I'm encountering enemies that use dogs uh to track your scent and while it, it it's it's a I thought I would hate it but I don't it is a it, it's an adrenaline booster and it pushes you towards your objective uh your your destination objective in a really neat and unique way but yeah f them dogs so i I, when i see and i'm a dog lover but i when i see them 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 german shepherds i kill them you know call peter if you must but it is what it is (laughs) but um yeah last of us 2 is just fantastic and really those are the only two games i've been playing so uh trader joe what's been in your rotation bro uh
2: well just like uh we've been singing the song, uh, praises of monster Hunter World iceborne it's been my like go to go to this last week or so on there and i just love the fact that i am uh taking i think a little bit more seriously i've gone in and um adjusted my um, radial menus on there, where before I wasn't really, you know, I had played around with it a little bit. But it really works well uh, with using the um, rear button attachment for the DualShock. And, you know, I own an Astro C40, and I love that controller, but I love the fact with the back button attachment that Sony brought out for the DualShock is that I'm able to do multiple you know, button configurations, uh, multiple settings on here. So I got, like, one setting for Division 2. I got one setting for Monster Hunter. And then if there's any um, another game in my rotation that I'm going to be playing quite a bit. I could, you know, obviously throw a third setting onto that. So, so. but uh, right now, just kind of where you're at, Des, um, you know, we fought the... Uh, um, God, I'm trying to think remember you know, as far as... Uh, you mentioned two monsters, right?
0: Ebony Odegyron and the... Uh, Acidic Glavinous. Acidic Glavinus.
2: Acidic Glavinus, yeah, Acidic yeah. I just got through the Acidic Glavinus at the moment. So, and, uh, you it know, basically... What I went back and started doing is that I don't have all my mantles unlocked yet. So I've been doing high right.
1: I felt bad about that. I was like, why didn't yeah. I get these done?
0: You
2: know? Yeah, I, I actually opened the third slot in my, um, uh, organic, botanical research. I'm saying that word incorrectly. Botanical.
0: botanical.
2: There you botanical. go. Botanical. Botanical. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like I literally, I was just only rolling with two slots open, and it was a really easy quest to uh, getting that third slot open. So it's just like you I'm get a maximum back. of four. There you go. So I'm about to go see what. the quests that I haven't done on high rank will open up some stuff what I'm currently playing now and that's what I've been mainly doing last couple days at least so as I know you can upgrade the mantles to mantle plus and if you're not familiar with a, what a mantle is in the game you have this particular thing you throw on uh, that has particular power so depending on the uh, type of skills you want like say one that gives you health or protects you from being damaged for a certain period of time on there that just helps out. That's the vital vitality mantle on there, but there's other uh, mantles to give you the ability to be able to sneak around a little bit better, jump on monsters uh, a little bit more effectively. So it's just, uh, it's just kind of nice to have, you know, it's just like trying to me, trying to be a completist in a way and trying to get that done. But uh, other than monster hunter, uh still playing my Xbox uh, here and there. It's kind of like my uh, single-player diversion because once I go on <laughs> playing Xbox, you know, no one's bothering me to play any multiplayer games or anything. I'm just there to check out the lay of the land. And pretty much, it's just been uh, good old Crackdown 3. Uh, I'm still going through my single-player. Oh, we're uh... we're
1: bothering you, Joe? Is that yeah. what's happening when, when when you? Well, still far be it from us to take you away from you know the the bosom of um, Xbox. You know, saying
2: <laughs> Man, knock it the hell off.
1: <laughs> Words matter, Joe. No, but basically
2: the last couple of weeks, I have not been playing multiplayer with you on Xbox because no one else, uh, All all the people on my friends list every time I take a look are playing either... That exotic Japanese game uh, name, like Hulu or YouTube or whatever else is on uh, my friends list on there. They seem like they're uh, busy watching TV, TV, TV on the Xbox. So <laughs> probably the HDMI in is, uh, you know, giving them incentive to fire up their uh, uh, streaming devices of some sort. So, so, but I'm I'm sure if I do want to play multiplayer, I have to do is give you a message and. We'll get going. I know I see Surgeon Fire on there, Jason, playing PSO every so often. So, Or um, what's that other game? Bless Unleashed uh, from Namco on there. So, I mean, I am up to playing multiplayer on the Xbox, Desmond. So, you know, you, you give me a holla, but it seems like the last couple weeks it's been my single-player playthrough of Crackdown 3, which is still fabulous on there. One thing about the Xbox I, I kind of was checking out in the last week, uh, there's this uh, new... Surround Sound Headphone Codec called uh, DTS Unleashed, I think is the name of it. And that's uh, basically free for you to try for 14 days. And then afterwards, I think it's a one-time purchase of uh, $14.99. But, uh, you know, one thing I do like about the Xbox is that they give you the ability to be able to pick different headphone codecs. And so you're able basically to use any... Um, plain set of headphones that you want to use with your system, and uh, basically the codec that is in the system in the OS can be purchased. You know, you, there's Dolby Atmos headphone support also as well, and then they also have another codec that I think that comes free uh, with the Xbox, and so you could kind of play around, especially if you're like playing on headphones like me, um, you know, be able to maybe hook up the, uh, you know, Obviously, I think the worst thing to do is hook up uh, something to your controller because it brings the least amount of fidelity. But if you do have a good uh, surround sound headset or a good headset, Bluetooth headset and or wireless headset, you could basically have your pick and choose of the different codecs out there. And there's a difference in the sound signatures and everything uh that's available on there so just uh, the DTS unleashed uh, codec seems like it's uh, been really good for crackdown i could tell you that right now so am i expot in, in in training right now
0: you're playing crackdown 3 i think you've answered your own question <laughs> <laughs> oh oh damn <laughs> i kid i kid I'm gonna cry. I'm, I'm not gonna cry.
2: I'm gonna cry and then I'm gonna beat your ass. No, I'm just kidding.
0: That would be a neat trick.
2: But anyway, uh, it would be a neat trick because it would never happen. I get my ass whooped.
1: There you go. There you go, y'all. Nah, it's, You're it's in here not first. That, It's not that offensive, Jesus. So, Thank you, Lord. so y'all out there on Twitter, send your condolences to, to to Trader Joe. Yes. He's crying over here.
0: Tra- trading them more. Yes. You, you left yourself a little too wide open for that. I, 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 was, I, let, oh, I figured either uh, either Dez, Dez was either going to say something or I was uh, I, gonna I figured Dez has already been been <laughs> <laughs> beating you
1: up this episode. I'm sorry. God, if Let's you guys can listen to us play. Don't be cruel. If y'all can listen to us play. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But it's all love. It's all love. All love Trade I know. You it's feel
2: the love. love. Yeah. <laughs> mm. well, on another note on my PC <laughs> gameplay experience with my new monitor, I did fire up uh Destiny 2 and uh, played that for a little bit. Uh basically uh the newest expansion. Uh, I basically went to Io's and uh rescued Eris Morn on there and then they prompted me on steam of course to try to purchase the newest dlc coming out in september on there um you know the fidelity and everything running on the monitor is great uh on there but it is still destiny 2 so it played well um it was using the xbox uh, one controller and um you know i you know, something i might go back to it just depends if uh if I'm gonna drop another forty-five or whatever the dollar amount of the newest expansion, uh, you, know, you know, so so
0: scale scale of one to ten, how likely are you to jump back into Destiny in September? Six.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's just me finding the time too. It's like I'm enjoying Monster, Hunter. I'm enjoying because you know I think if I do dive back into Destiny, I'll be playing. Mainly with search and Fire. I know you two are both uh, like Ixnay on the Xnay on that business. That's a wrap. <laughs> that is a wrap. So, but I'm still, you know, that curiosity, that curiosity is still a lingering. So, but uh, also, um, Fired Up just to check out, uh, just to kind of compare. I played Division One. I had a free copy of Division One on my Ubisoft account. And so I played like the, Got to, like, level four on there just to see. And it's been a hot minute since I played Division One. but I just wanted to check it out, playing at 144 you know, hertz, uh, 120 frames a second, you know, uh, you know 1440p, you know, and just seeing how everything kind of ran on there. And I definitely could get used to it for sure.
1: Did so. your eyes melt out of your head? No, I did not. Okay, <laughs> so. I wasn't sure because, like, you know, because you you're already you know traitorous, becoming x bot. You're going to be PC supremacist now. What's, what's, what's... You know it, man. I'll spread the love. I mean, yeah, exactly. You spread a little too thin, buddy. You better come back to the herd. <laughs> what the, the pony herd? You better come back. You to the, better come back to the herd, buddy. Don't get too far out. Send the dogs after you. <laughs>
2: Freedom of choice. Come on, man. We're in a free <laughs> country, I think. So. Wear your mask. There
1: you go. Yeah, wear your mask. There you yeah.
2: go. Mm. Yeah, Xbox Joe. I've got my rights. <laughs> <laughs> but that's
0: all I've been playing, so <laughs> thank you. All right. All right, so... Our next topic on our exciting docket is going to be the news. So, Trader Joe, why don't you let folks know what's been shaking in the gaming industry lately?
1: Actually, I'm going to do the first Oh, you're going to do it. I'm okay. going to do the first news one today. Uh, just going to kind of split a little bit up with Joe. Um, let him, you know, relax his vocal cords a little bit. You know. So uh, first what we're going to talk about is um, it's actually uh, Sony uh, or PlayStation uh, introduces their PlayStation indies and a day of captivating new games. Uh, this is from the PlayStation blog, um, and it looks like um, our fears of uh, PlayStation kind of, uh, I-, I guess, not really giving indies their fair shake as much as they used to uh, is a thing of the past as they are going to be uh, releasing various different uh, indie games uh, per month, which is fantastic. So this first month of July, which is mean this is live right now, um, for the most part, you know, please, please, uh, you know, log on to PlayStation and uh, check it out. But it looks like there's going to be nine different games that they are indie games that they are releasing. Um, the first one well, they're being, not releasing.
2: They just basically announce them on their They're coming to PlayStation. So there's various release dates for. Sorry, this, that,
1: that's so, exactly what I meant. I I, I was hoping yeah. that they are released now, but no, they just re, these are just the ones that they revealed right now. So so they're they're actually not available. So some of them might be, but some of them uh, most likely aren't. But it looks like there's gonna be Worms Rumble. Uh, if you're familiar with that series, uh, Worms. Running around, blowing each other up. I actually enjoyed that game um, back in the day. I think Joe and I played it a couple times and was was cursing at each other because he kept blowing up my worms or something. So, oh, we
2: we played we played it back in the day. This is actually uh, in real time now. And yeah, this is a uh, battle royale style worms on there. So
1: I mean, if it if it retains the 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 same kind of. Um, I know it's going to be, like you said, it's it's real-time, probably a battle royale, like you said. But if it still keeps that sort of worms, frenetic, weird, uh, blowing up with giant um, arsenals of weaponry, then I think it could be fun. This might be actually be a battle royale that I that, that I want to play.
2: It's uh, 32 players on there, so yeah. there's online experience. I think it's one of the modes in the game, but it's going to support cross-platform multiplayer. Cool. on there so and if you kind of take a look at the footage a little bit you can, can get an idea as far as uh, uh how everything's kind of set up but team 17 the, the publisher of this they've been really knocking it out with a lot of good um games that they've been publishing as of late but this is their bad boy this is their like in-house game that they've been noted for so
1: yeah and it'll be released for the ps4 and the ps5 the next one is uh haven and it is described as a chill, cooperative uh, adventure, um, and it's coming to the PS4 and the PS5. Uh, yeah. Go ahead.
2: Oh, it's coming out for other platforms as well.
1: Yeah, but it's... we're talking about the PS4 and the PS5. You know. They, okay. You, you know, this is this is PS. You know, focused right now. Okay. <laughs> Save it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's the PS, it's the PS, it's the PlayStation blog, you know, I mean, half the stuff that comes out for a switch is coming out of other systems too. So it's like, eh. um, okay. So we also got, uh, Carto, which is a charming, uh, innovative puzzle adventure, but that's only for the Should, PS4. Can we
0: rename this episode the shade episode? No, no, I, I, I'm, no, I'm seeing a lot of shade. No, definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, and then there's another hacking-themed platformer
0: called... uh Re- pass out sunglasses to all our listeners. <laughs>
1: yeah, so let's get a little chilly up in here. <laughs> a little chilly. God. So, so
0: uh, wrong. Continue. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, so so, it's, so it's this hacker-themed platformer called uh, Recompile, and that's coming to the PS5 only, so you're going to have to wait a while for that one. Um...
2: Um, yeah. I watched a trailer for this one and uh it's kind of just has a really good art style. Um it's uh kind of a Metroidvania type thing, but it's almost like in a like um uh, 3D, like uh um what would you call it? Like uh, you know, a third person camera where it's like showing the protagonist from different angles and whatnot. But uh um I just love the look of this. I know I saw a trailer for this uh it is coming out for all different platforms, I saw an Xbox trailer for this actually, so
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and then the next one is uh, "Where the Heart is," uh, as described as a narrative adventure between truth and fiction, and that is coming in the winter of 2020, so that might' probably around the corner, and it's only for the PS4. Uh, the next one is a, a recursive world simulation and puzzle making process in um uh, Marquee. So yeah. Um and then the next one is an action platformer dubbed F I S T or Fist Forge and Shadow Torch. Coming to the PS4. That just sounds awesome. Did you watch the trailer for that one, Joe?
2: Yes I did. And what um, did you think about that
1: one? Was it was it very like aggressive and like was it forged in shadow? God's sake! What? I'm tr- <laughs> I'm leading you in. <laughs> what did you think?
2: Um, had really good uh, combat on there. There's a lot of chain uh, combo chains per se, and it looks like an action platformer. It's it's almost like if they brought forth something like Ninja Gaiden from the NES version of Ninja. Got into uh, modern console, and plus the characters are all basically f- animals, furry animals. So oh, you know, obviously, cute. you know, not not cute
1: animals. Oh, you know, you're talking about a, a rabbit in a battle suit, For God's sake! So it's sort of like, uh, so it's like Bloody Roar, kind of. Remember that game? When they?
0: Oh, I love Bloody Roar.
1: But like, but like battlesuits. So I'm assuming they're like anamorphic, kind of like you know. Rah.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. the, there's, the game's supposed to have a deep and satisfying combat system on there, and it's basically weapon-based. So they have uh, each uh, have their own unique features as far as the uh, different weapons you can equip on there. So uh, I think they start with the fist, of course, on there. They also utilize a drill
1: on there and a whip. Wow. There, so These are yeah. some naughty animals. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh... So yeah, and so the last two that we have is like Heavenly Bodies, uh, and the other one is uh, Exploring Ambiguity and Creeks, and uh, both those are coming for PS4, but only Heavenly Bodies is coming for the PS5 as well. Um, so a lot of indies. Um, so Kev, I know you said before, you know that that sometimes you're kind of you're kind of over the the kind of pixel art type of thing, you know, but but because a lot of indies. You know, kind of have that retro style. Um, are you are you kind of thinking you might try some of these, or or really depends on the way they look. Um, or, or what are your thoughts about some of these? Because I, I, I don't think you're gonna play Worms, because that's like it's oh like a, hell no,
0: yeah I didn't think oh, so no, so. no that, that that ain't happening. Yeah, uh, I gotta be honest. Most of and I didn't see any of the trailers, but most of the games describe that you just described out of all of them, the only one that I might take a look at is fist.
1: Yeah. I something about, you know, cute animals, you know, wreaking havoc just sounds yeah. fun to me.
2: Uh they don't look cute in the trailer, I could tell you that right now, so
1: you never know. So. You know, some people might think that they're adorable in their in their blood soaked <laughs> battle suits, you know.
0: So maybe fist, but I gotta you know, everything else I, I I really you know I got to I got to say something the I don't know what it is but maybe it was when indies were more based off of the gameplay mechanics of arcade classic games like um oh gosh there was this one that I really liked uh yeah oh man I can't, I can't remember the name of it now but it was this stylized um open open world uh, uh time pilot if, if if you're old enough to remember that game but it took took place in space and you could augment your ship with all these different you know buffs and it was kind of like a roguelike because when you blew up you had like a, a certain uh essence is uh, certain aspects of your prior run were still available and you had to get through this this evil empire and man that game was dope and it was 16-bit style and it had the scan lines and and everything else but it was the gameplay was based off of classic arcade games and maybe I'm just an old man and you know oh this reminds me of gyrus oh this reminds me of battlezone oh this reminds me of you know Tron you know whatever it is, it, it, or this reminds me of defender you know if, if if it has that old school flavor those indies really appeal to me but the, a lot of the stuff um that's been coming out and those games came out like right right at like 2013 uh well, just before the the ps4 and the xbox one were released in fact, I think the uh, the one the game that I was describing was demoed on the PS the PS four E three stage introduction introduction stage. If I'm not mistaken, I just can't remember the name of the game. But I mean, what game do you think it was? It was it was it was kind of based off of late eighties early nineties anime.
2: You can talk about Galaxy, maybe. Uh,
0: that might be it. That might be it. Um. But I, I whatever that game was, I had a I had a crap ton of fun with it. I I don't think I finished it, but I played a lot of it. And I it, it's because it had those old school roots. And a lot of these indies now, you know, they're trying to tell uh they're they're trying to tell a story or they're trying to to uh you know uh, do something that I'm just not used to indies necessarily doing and i get it there's different game types for different people and i you know i applaud the diversity but just for me personally when the indie started straying from like those arcade roots that's when i really started to lose interest in them uh when they then they started getting into the whole roguelike thing and it's like that was cool you know you know, a few years ago, but now every other indie game is a roguelike, and and it's. I I just feel that there that that there what what really attracted me to the indie scene, is just kind of being is just kind of lost. And you know, like I like I like I said before, I'm an old school arcade rat. You know, you you want to grab me with your gameplay, have it be based off of something that I grew up with, and and I'll play it forever and a day. But I get it. Gameplay interests change and mature, except mine. You know, I'm, like I said, I'm a gaming Neanderthal. It's the same type of stuff I used to play as a kid, I still play now, <laughs> for better or for worse. Uh, but I don't know. It's just like the indie scene. In, in the indie scene now, it's like a lot of the stuff that comes out just does not just just ain't for me no more. It and, just
2: depends.
0: You know, yeah. again. Different strokes, different folks, but I just don't see a whole lot coming from that side of the fence right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey. for me, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, go ahead. No, I was thinking though the one of the games that really kind of stuck out to me was this kind of was uh, Haven, as this like chill kind of co op adventure. Like I'm all for like co op co op indie games and and experiencing them with with someone else. So so yeah, you know, maybe Joe and I can hop into that and have a little have a little chill fest you know man just be chill
2: well that game actually is from the developer fury and i know De- uh, kev you played fury quite a bit right or at least i that played one. through
0: it. yeah i dabbled in fury i don't i don't recall how many hours i put in it, i don't think it was too many but i did i did put my fair share of time
2: yeah so it. the developers of Fury they, they actually got tired of just because that game is very combat intensive on there so they decided to kind of take a little inspiration from journey on there and then add some rpg elements on the top and so uh you actually play a couple in this game and so it's like a male and female couple on there that it's you go on your journey together per se and it has like uh you know easy drop in drop out co-op gameplay as well but uh it has something to where they've tried to kind of streamline a uh Uh, jrpg type thing where it just added different gameplay styles to it so um i know it was available on the steam summer sale demo fest but it's coming up we'll we'll talk about the next news story uh, available on another platform of of unknown origin (laughs) we'll talk about it
1: well no i think that's a great uh, i think that's a great segue joe unless you have something else to add for this one story
2: Oh no no! As far as what I I don't you were gonna say about what games you were excited was Haven the only one that kind of stuck out to you?
1: Yeah, yeah. For for the most part, you know, I, I'm sure once um once these indies kind of start popping out and and I start seeing actual gameplay of them, I'm thinking it will be um you know because again I watch a lot of. Um, independent YouTubers who basically well all YouTubers are independent most likely most of them are anyway but uh, they do a lot of indie games and I know some of them will be popping up and I'll definitely uh, be watching them that's, that's generally how I find my indies now as I watch various different uh, YouTubers who stream in independent games like Splattercat and and uh, Wonderbots and all them so so those are the ones that I kind of watch and you know. F- I watch them that way i don't have to spend the money because they'll usually play about 30 minutes of the game give you a little bit of updates uh sorry a little bit of like flavor of it and then you can decide if you want to buy it or not or, or purchase or yeah purchase it or not so yeah
2: as far as me throwing this in the outline i really just wanted to talk about a couple games on the actual initiative and uh the one game that really stuck out to me was uh just like Kevin said, Fist Forge and Shadow Torch uh, just seem like uh, something that brings like the NES old school style to a, a new fidelity art style and just adding the uh, animals into the mix with the art style that's on that. just uh, uh, I can't wait for that game to come out and it's like definitely on my radar. and also, of course Haven. On that. And then Recompile looks really cool. I want you guys maybe to check out the trailer and that because it reminds me of like a uh, action adventure version of Rez, if you remember that game from Sega uh, back in the day from uh, United game artist on there, uh, where it has kind of that same art style, but it's more of a uh, uh, puzzle adventure uh, game per se on there and with some platforming elements as well. On there, that 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 game is actually an only meant for next gen, so it's going to be on PS5, Xbox, and uh, also on PC. So, so those are the games I'm kind of more excited for. But I, like you said, Des, I'm grateful that PlayStation with the PS5 reveal and now with this uh, are working on more indies. So, well, let me go and I'll segue to the next news story here uh, and kind of reference. Thank you for the segue, Des. Even though I. Uh, talked over it quite a bit. Uh, what's worries. coming up on Xbox? Sh- share your love, Xbox? Joe. Share your love. Of course, of course. Uh, just as Steam just enjoyed the uh, Summer Game Fest, uh, co-sponsored by Jeff Keighley, uh, Xbox is now going to be experiencing their Summer Games Fest demo event coming on July 21st down there. So just like with the Steam. Uh, Summer Games Fest, uh, these demos are only going to be available for about a week on there. So it's from July 21st to Monday, July 27th on there. So, and they got quite a few games available. And one of the games that they highlighted, they're going to have about 75 to 100 games uh, once everything's all said and done. But uh, Chris Tales, which is a indie game that is kind of a love letter to classic GRPGs like Chrono Trigger on there, so and it has a very unique art style. I already have already had this game pre-ordered actually on that. It's coming out physically. It's coming out in November on there for PS4 and Xbox and PC and whatnot, but uh, definitely get a chance to check that out if you're interested in that type of game style. Uh, Destroy All Humans will be available too. This is not the uh, old school, original Xbox game. This is the actual remaster that's coming out at the end of the month. Woo-hoo! on there so i know you mentioned this, something on your radar des yep i'm gonna buy it you know so so if you want to bring out the anal probe on there gonna <laughs> to probe some cows on there definitely but this looks like such a weird gander. game i know i never played the all- series
1: before so this is my first foray into it so i'm 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 excited to see what the what all the hubbub is
2: well, you basically play as, like, in the 1950s, like an alien, which at the time when they brought out the game sound like it was like a Jack Nicholson rip-off basically going and doing a lot of one-liners. So it's all a very tongue-in-cheek invasion of Earth. So, uh, Also, Haven's going to be available as a, a demo on there. Oh, just the game we can actually play about, it. So. Of course, yes. Yeah, and, that, then...
1: um, and I think that, that, that uh, just to go back, the... Um uh Destroy all humans like it was based off of like of those old sci-fi movies so I really like the setting but but that's something but one last thing I wanted to say about that but yes Haven, I' I I will definitely uh, I'll, I'll probably play the demo I, I think during this time is a good time for me to you know to fire up my Xbox and see what's happening
2: for sure another game they had that' I was kind of interesting is a game called HellPoint. On there, so it is an action RPG with a kind of a demon-esque aesthetic on there. So but it is a, a local and an online co-op uh, action RPG. So let's go on and take a look at that. And uh, you know, they got some other games too listed here, but you know, I want to talk about everything. Uh, Skatebird was another one of note on there, but with Tony Hawk coming out, uh, you know, I don't know if I don't even want to bother the game looks cute you play as a uh, parakeet skating parakeet on there so but like a homage to tony hawk on there but i'll definitely keep an eye out uh, and see what games uh, this happens to actually be the week uh, when xbox is doing their big you know first party gameplay showcase on the 23rd so we'll have to keep an eye out to see what happens with uh, all that i know all the uh, xbox fans are super excited on there so there's uh, even some mention about rumors of Xbox Microsoft purchasing WB Studios possibly the games at least so and I, I hope that does not happen if that happens Des if like all the DC games are basically uh, um, locked behind an Xbox gate
1: um, I think that they're not going to do that I mean, I think, I, I think if they nope. were to do that, they would just take their. Uh, by they, I mean Disney would just take their 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 gaming in house and then do it through Sony. I think. I mean, I, DC. I you mean? Sorry, DC. Um, no, no, no. I guess no. I don't know. Sorry, for some reason I thought you were talking about Marvel because like the DC games. If they buy, if they buy Warner Brothers, I just don't think. I just don't think that they would. I mean. I keep thinking about like Batman. Now that you bring it up, I keep thinking about Batman and the Suicide Squad. But those will be multi multi console anyway, so I'm not worried about that. But any kind of going further, um, I mean, it's just a rumor right now, so it's just a lot
2: of people are just speculating. You know, I doubt that. You know, Microsoft. I mean, obviously, if they do buy them, I'm looking for more Game Pass fodder. If maybe that would suck content
1: for that, but seriously, that would suck if they started making like you know. Uh, cash grab, you know, uh, DC games, just to throw them on. I, would, I wouldn't I would like that. But again, that, it's
0: just a rumor. I think it needs to happen, though. That, really? this, these are the type of moves that Microsoft needs to make. I mean, put, put that war chest to good use. I mean, people always talk about how much money. Microsoft may have a lot of money, but that doesn't mean the Xbox division has access to all those funds. But if you're going to make an acquisition like WB can you imagine that would be a power move go ahead lock mortal Kombat down to to the xbox platform lock the batman series down to the x or or future batman games down to the xbox platform playstation's got spider-man xbox got batman that's the type of competition i want to see between these two boxes
1: wow that'd be crazy
0: i mean that's what i want give me a reason to own your platform Give me a reason to care about what you're doing, because up to this point, I haven't seen it. I will really want to see. I really want to see. And again, like I said, I'm 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 longing for the days of old Xbox. And you know, I just you know, time will you know this this July event will tell whether or not uh, uh, the old Xbox or, or or shimmerings of the old school hungry ready to compete for my dollar xbox is starting to wake up finally uh but that's what i want to see sony went out and lock i mean granted sony owns uh, aspects of the spider-man ip if not the whole, entire ip completely so i get that they already had that in their in their tool chest to work with but man get in the fight Lock Batman down. Lock Mortal Kombat down. You let you, you let uh, Killer Instinct, which really was... Uh, I know, I didn't think it was that great of a fighting game to begin with, but you let Killer Instinct die on the vine. You know, freaking lock down Mortal Kombat. Do something. You know? So I, I would really like to see them do that. But if they're going to just acquire WB and, you know... Let Batman come come out for everything in this grandmother, you know everything in his grandmother's console. What's the point? You're not really building value into your console at like that when yep. you're doing it that way.
2: All right, good deal. And my next news story is about a noted fighting tournament that we've talked about off and on. In fact, we're going to attend this year. Uh, but due to COVID, obviously, that was in the mix. But uh, after EVO uh, transitioned from being a fighting tournament to an online tournament, uh, unfortunately, EVO now has EVO Online has now been canceled on there. So, and what happened basically is that uh, there were some allegations, some basically uh, accounts of sexual abuse, uh, homophobia, transphobia, and racism from the president the, of uh, Evo Online, Joey Kuehler, Mr. Wizard, on there. Uh, basically, he got uh, kind of outed by a few in the community on there as far as his prior transgressions of that. And uh, basically, they decided at that point that after a number of different uh, companies pulled their support for Evo Online, they did go ahead and cancel the event on there. I think Capcom was uh, first to pull out along with NetherRealm and Ben, ben Namco on there. And so basically at that point, they had no choice but to obviously cancel uh, the online tournament on there. They did obviously fire him on there. They, he did go ahead and they named a new president of EVO, but uh, they are going to be uh, uh, kind of, you know, mending their business activities and coming back for another day per se on there so just kind of surprising you know with all this uh, me too and accounts going on online which has been rampant the last few weeks on there and it's a great thing just to, you know obviously i know some people will say this is more like you know a cancel culture kind of thing and they don't like the fact of uh, this occurring, but at the same time it's like, you know, these voices are being heard. We're at, you know, obviously all these transgressions, especially we're not going to get into all the crap with the Super Smash Brothers scene that's been going back and forth, but that's been, you know, if you, if you dive into that and take a look at that, it's been kind of nutballs, in my opinion, on there. So, but, uh, you know, Evo is done on there for all intents and purposes for 2020. On there. So poor one out for Evo, at least. On that, uh, any thoughts, you guys?
0: Um, yeah, go ahead, Kev. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. It, uh, all right. I'm. I'm going to sound really insensitive, but it won't be the first time. <laughs> Are we going to really act brand new and act like this type of toxicity wasn't going on in the fighting game community at all? Uh, I mean it, it. It's. It's been throughout the entire freaking community the entire community I'm I mean it, from almost from day one I've seen I, I've seen fights practically break out at the arcade it, I mean it, it's like it, you know I can at least respect that because it was man to-man and you know, you weren't hiding behind a keyboard, or a, a or a gamer tag, or an ID. Uh, it it was it was face to face, and I mean it. I at least had some had more respect for it that way. But I mean, damn. Let, let's not let's not act like this has not been a problem. And I can I can think of several instances before COVID, before cancel culture, when people were making not a, uh, a a victimization plea, but were saying, look, this is what's going on in the FGC, and this has got to come to an end, and nobody did a damn thing about it. Now it's a little bit different when the people that are hold that that you know when it's the CEO of what has turned into the biggest you know gaming tournament in the world gets caught up in the gets caught up in the bullshit. But you know let let's let's not sit here and act like the Smash community hasn't been hella toxic from day one. Let's not act here and, and pretend and act brand new and pretend that the Tekken community has been absolutely freaking hostile to female players since day one, because it it, it has. You know, I've seen it. Uh, you know, I've seen the, the commentary from, uh, uh, nah, and I, you know, I can't remember the dude's name. The dude has this long beard and he's real big in Tekken and he was just given this, female player you know the blues simply because of her gender had nothing to do with her skill ability so we're you know every you know yeah these these companies are pulling out and i get it you know because they don't want to appear tone deaf to what's going on but on the other hand we can't just sit back and act like this hasn't been a damn problem from day one and until, and I don't even know what the what the solution, what the solution is. Uh, the solution's easy for me because I just when I if, if I'm going to play a fighting game online, I just dump it. I just jump into a, a, a one-person private party. and I don't have to hear nothing. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to tournaments, and I'm not. I'm not doing all that. I'm just. You know, when I finally do get around to playing fighting games online, I'm just there. You know. Just literally, just to have fun, and it doesn't go any further than that. But for people that are actually trying to make a name for themselves uh, in this community, if they don't fit a certain mold, it it, it they they had some dues, they had some some, some hell to pay, and it, it it just hasn't been right. But you know, I don't I don't know the, the, we can't we can like I said, we just can't act like this is brand new. Because people have been saying this from the from the onset, I can remember logging into um, the Sure You Can message boards. Okay, the Sure You Can message boards when I think it was like the first, because as is when I think when they expanded and started including non Capcom fighting games. So this is a number of years ago. Um, I can't, was it the first blaze blue? It might have been the first blaze blue. I had logged in, created an account because I wanted to get some some insight on uh, this character I was trying to learn in the first blaze blue. And I did the responsible thing, right? You you go in and you read the FAQ. You know, you go into the you go into the beginner's dojo and you and they say, Okay, if your question had do a search for your question to see if it's been answered, so it don't get into, you know you're not repeating stuff. And just in observing it, right? Just in observing it, it's like you know people coming in with 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 you know that are new to either new to fighting games or new to this particular game, and are just trying to get some tips on you know how to get a grip. How to get a grip on because because Blaze Blue is 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 freaking technical, it is it is a super technical game, literally just about every character plays completely different because of of the drive system that that game has and it's technical as hell. It's a 2D fighter but it's hella technical, and you know people were coming in and asking for tips. Hey, I'm trying to learn. This character, I'm trying to learn that character. You know, I'm having problems. Hey, can somebody uh, uh, give me some pointers? Learn the effing game, noob. And and then if the person is like, look, I'm in the I'm in the 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 the, int- the, the, in- the beginners dojo, trying to get a handle on this game, and this is how you're responding, then it just turned, it just went and went and just delved into more toxicity. And that was on ShowyCon you know, supposed to and, and people were trying to make that point back then, Hey, if we want fighting games to grow out of this niche subsection of gaming, we gotta be more welcoming and open to new players and be willing to to guide them in you know tell them, hey, this is how you use the uh the practice mode this is how you set up your dummies for a certain situation this is how you learn this is how you learn your frame traps this is how you learn your you know your your hit your 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 hit boxes and your 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 learn your 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 hits done and and and, and hit values and all that all all the stuff that goes into trying to get trying to learn a fighting game and people were just shutting it down now if it's happening at the base level these people that have made names for themselves in these organizations like Evo and you know from a business standpoint, or you know these these e-teams, all these people came from that area, you know, just a bunch of fans that just really loved a, a fighting game or a, or certain fighting games and they came up. You're going to have a certain amount of that same toxicity at those higher those higher echelons in this. So this really shouldn't be a surprise. It's unfortunate that it had to happen, but people have been sounding this alarm for a long time. You know. So uh, hopefully, you know, Evo can can uh, you reorganize, reconstruct, and rebuild. But they, not just Evo, but all of these these. Uh, tournament organizations these tournament sponsors these tournament holders have to really not be so tone deaf in the future when people are saying look I'm having a rough time just trying to be a part of the community you know so that, 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 that that's my two cents on it
1: there you go
2: yeah, I'm hoping, uh, you know, the fighting game community can, you know, come forward with a you know more professional manner. <laughs> That's just really asking, uh, like, you know, impossibilities, but uh, we'll see what happens on there. I'm not expecting them to be, you know, fam- family friendly per se, but, you know, for at least for Smash, uh, I, you know, Nintendo's either going to get this crap on lockdown <laughs> or uh, oh, there's not going to be any more. Tournaments, you know, so let's
0: see. Smash is one of the most toxic gaming communities in the ever. And, and what is so funny is that that game, it's supposed to be, you know, it, it, it's 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 built kind of sort of like a like a kids game. It's hella technical too. I mean, a lot of people hated on the fact that that Smash was being included on this on the Evo scene. Like, That's not a real fighting game. Bull crap! It the hell it, it ain't a fighting game. Uh, but it's it's the, the whole concept of smash is just to just for for kids to get together and have fun but that just being an observer on the outskirts and just watching it and just kind of seeing how things have played out over the years in the smash community man I would not let my kid be a for, be be a part of that of that fighting game community without consistent parental observation and presence. It it, it, it is it is it is a shithole. Part of my language, and, and you know, that's just part of what needs to happen as a whole within the FGC, and and only the FGC can make that happen. You know can't leave it to external forces to make those changes. That has to happen with, from within.
1: Well, okay. So, all right then. So, um, the next story that we're going to talk about uh, comes from Dual Shockers. And it's something else that's probably going to get your blood boiling, Kev. Looks like oh. Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC in August. Um, looks like it's, it's set to launch on August 7th. And the first gameplay footage uh that we have now seen looks absolutely wonderful of course you know because supposedly the game seems to have gotten a major upgrade and its new platform compared to that of the ps4 this is again according to dual shockers uh in addition to boasting a higher variable frame rate the pc iteration uh also contains ultra wide support graphics customization and greater reflections compared to what we've seen before, and they actually have a um, an actual comparison video, um, or a, the basically it's a PC feature trailer, and it basically shows how dope and cool and, and awesome it, it is on um, <laughs> on the PC. So so all right, PC gamers, you waited a long time for this. I hope you're able to, you know, just completely just absorb the majesty that is Horizon Zero Dawn, and 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 hopefully. You'll come out of your pocket and, and spend money on a five hundred dollar plus PS5 to play the to play uh the new Horizon Zero. Uh because, you know, you were just so enamored with it, with all the beautiful, you know, miss of it, and then you'll go and you'll buy it. I'm not saying that you'll probably just wait for it, because it's probably gonna come out on PC too at some point, so So, uh, any thoughts, you guys, about about this? I mean, I, I already played the game. You know, and I thought it was fun. I took my time on, and I didn't beat it. Um, I know Kevin, you just like loved it. absolutely thought it was phenomenal. Um, but any thoughts about this? I wanna to speak to joe i want I want Joe actually to speak about this and see if he's gonna double dip on this, you know because he's he's got his gaming computer when I was in Fresno, I dropped off his his gaming computer back, so he's got his baby now. And I was wondering if he was actually going to, you know, drop what is it, fifty bucks on it? It's forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to drop, uh, yeah, it's forty nine ninety nine. I was wondering if you were going to drop some ducats on this to play it, and it's all like ultra glory, the graphics that melts your eyeballs out of your head. Are you gonna, are you gonna buy it, Joe?
2: Not right away. <laughs> I Since it's, it's all all the sarcasm in your voice, though. That was snark. no sarcasm. That was not snark. Was like, snark.
1: Oh, no, I was. No, not
2: me. No.
1: <laughs> so you're not going to buy it that, right away, buddy?
2: No, I'm not going to buy it right away. I want to see what um, back-compat stuff uh, that Sony has baked into the PS5 first, because uh, I think wow. out of the three of us, I have not played one lick of this game. I have not uh, you know, even played five minutes of this game on there wow. yet. I, it's on my it was,
1: backlog. Oh, I that you actually for some reason that you actually fired it up when we were all talking about it, but I guess you never did. Okay. No, I never played it. I never played it no.
2: Okay. on there. It's kind of a shame, but, uh, I know it's an excellent game. And, uh, you know, as much as I want to give Sony 50 bucks to play it on PC, I don't want to give them 50 bucks to play it on PC. At least right now. I think if I'm able to play it, uh, you know, uh, reasonably on the PS five with some extra bells and whistles, I hope they do. Uh, help out in that aspect you know not just running in plain jane back compat mode but maybe with some extra fidelity added but if that is not the case this might be one of the games especially if uh i got two monitors here uh hooked up yeah you know, it's not the one system you brought back for me over the weekend that has like a 970 in it but Ooh. it'd be this 1070 rig i have right now which is kind of mid-tier at best but uh you know, it's one thing i'm just like kind of not knowing if i have the um graphics card to run wide ultra wide support on this game or not too so uh, what's your feelings kevin i know you're not going to double dip on this uh but uh what do you think of the price point um
0: i mean the price i mean I think the price the price point is a little bit surprising to me. I thought it would come in at forty.
1: Yeah, I thought it'd be cheaper too. Actually, um, but I guess it has everything. I guess, I guess yeah, it has it has everything, all the DLC and everything. I guess so. So maybe that's why it's a, a bit of an inflated price. I don't know.
0: I, don't know, but, I but you know, I, I was really thinking that the price would come in come in a little bit cheaper, come in a little bit cheaper than than the fifty um again I just I just don't think this is a this is a smart move we'll see if this uh bites Herman and Herman and company in the ass in the long run uh, because you just basically told the PC community that if they just wait long enough uh PlayStation exclusives are going to come to their preferred platform and I can guarantee you that anybody that, is a PC gamer first before anything else ain't buying a ps5 They're just not gonna do it. Uh, you they the only way that 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 uh, that desire that I think Sony is looking for uh, were to take place would be if their first party games remained uh, at truly PlayStation exclusive that's the only way you're gonna get hardcore PC gamers to to buy into the buy into the console space. Because the console goes against everything that that they like you know with regards to gaming. So yeah, good good luck on on selling a PS5 when Horizon Zero Dawn 2 drops. They're just gonna say, I'll wait uh, you know <laughs> they waited this long right <laughs> and they didn't buy the they didn't buy a ps4 they'll they'll wait so uh, i it, it's going to be interesting to see uh how how this uh uh how 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 this structure uh plays out this business model plays out for them in the long run but you know i'm expecting god of war to show up on pc i'm expecting the Uncharted series to show up on PC. I'm ex- I'm expecting just about every uh, PS3 to PS4 uh, exclusive to eventually wind up on PC. I mean they, they've opened that door, it's, and if their if their metrics reveal that it is, it is in any ways profitable for them, uh, it, it's going to, it's going to continue. So you know when people say, well. Oh, Spider-Man is never going to come to PC. Yeah, it will. This is the the test mule, right? This is the test mule. And if uh, the results come back positive, and I've been seeing that Horizon Zero Dawn has topped uh, the Steam list, even though the the Steam list, people are arguing over what being number one on Steam actually truly means— uh and i have no idea what it actually truly means if it's you know units sold or if it's searches or 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 what but uh the sony will know when when they start getting them them checks and uh they'll be able to see if this was if this was a smart thing to do or not but they'll also see that in uh long-term ps5 sales uh because, you you know, when you tell people that they don't have to buy your box, you know, a lot of people won't buy your product. So we'll just have to see how it plays out.
2: I'm kind of interested to see, but, we'll, you know, we'll see if they got more ports coming or not on there. I know MLB, the show, is supposed to eventually, you know, according to Major League Baseball, come to other platforms, including Xbox, at some point, So, so... And take that for what it's worth but uh, thank you for bringing that to the table Des uh, next news story I want to mention welcome, is sir. of course is uh, Monster Hunter World uh, roadmap was revealed on there so obviously we know that uh, um, Altreon, uh the Blazing Black Dragon is obviously uh, going to be coming forth on here so special events are going to be held from July 22nd to August the 6th, uh, the Sizzling Spice Fest, uh, saliana and then the Summer Twilight Fest in Asteria on there. And then in August, a new update will be adding the Frostfang Berryoth event quest, uh, tempered Frostfang Berryoth. That, that uh, Frostfang weapons, uh, armor, and palico gear will be obtainable. And that will last from August 7th to August 19th on there. And then it Monster Underworld Iceborne will get its title update 5 in fall 2020, and will mark the return of a certain monster from past games. Uh, which monster it is has not been revealed as of yet, so we'll have to see, you know, uh, the second coming of, uh, you know, the Longa or, you know, God forbid, like, uh, who else would you want to see, Des?
1: You know who I want to see. Kezu? Yep. Yeah, bring me, Bring me that crazy-looking thing. Yes, Kezu. Kezu, 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 Kezu. I think if you say it three times, it'll show up in your bathroom.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know if you... I think we already described to you, Kev, what Kezu
2: is, but Kezu is just something else, man. So
0: It's like a leech-looking thing. Yep. A phallic-looking leech.
2: <laughs> yep, and it <laughs> just had this, like, horrible scream, too. Yeah. It's just. It by a bad so I think a long time Monster Hunter fans would be able to kind of reiterate the the ab, absolute horror per se but uh, we'll see what's up with Monster Hunter coming up uh, I, I think the news story also reminds you the fact that of course the live action Monster Hunter movie is also coming in September so you can put that on your docket <laughs> go to a cinema near you to see Mila Jolovic uh, Play Monster Hunter on the big screen. <laughs> I think I'm better off staying home and playing more Monster Hunter. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But any any excitement for this, you guys? Of course, we'll be talking about this in the months to come. But
1: uh... yeah, well, I mean, I'll, yeah, definitely. Like, come on, it's Monster Hunter. Yeah, for sure. All
2: right, and then also, uh, Square Enix has shown Outriders broadcast too. We talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, on there, kind of uh, focusing on the Pyromancer class on there, and you know, showing more clips of the game story world and NPCs on this. So, and I was trying to get up to the point of watching the second broadcast. I'm in the middle of watching broadcast one at the moment. On there, Kev, uh, what did you see on this
0: particular
2: broadcast that you could talk about a little bit?
0: So, broadcast two, they kind of. Uh Talked about the NPCs that you're going to be coming across, how they're going to be interacting with the outriders, what some a little bit of what their roles are going to be. They took you to a new section of the world, and I can't for the life of me remember what they called it. But um, the focus, like the the, the focus from uh, the first one, they were talking about world tiers and how gear was going to work for you in this one. Uh, for, for number two, they were focusing more on the story, the NPCs, how you learn about the lore in the world. So they really got in, in depth uh, in that. And what I like about Outriders as opposed to Destiny, because I mean, comparisons are going to be inherent because it's obvious that this game was based off what so, a lot of what Destiny had already laid down. Uh, The you learn about the lore during the course of the game. You're not going to be picking up icons that are directing you to some website that you have to go and look at separately. All of this stuff is going to be revealed to you in game. Now, if you don't want to get into the minutia of the lore, you don't have to. A lot of this stuff you would just find as you investigate the entire world as a whole. But the overall gist of what's going on is going to be revealed to you through a a rather lengthy list of uh, what seem to be NPCs and how they interact with the the Outriders crew and what their different roles are. So I I really did appreciate that. They they definitely reemphasize that this is not a... A service game. This game has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, it's not something that's going to be, you know. Whether I'm sure there's going to be DLC at some point, but it's not going. To, you know, this is a complete story that is going to be that is going to have a beginning and brought to a conclusion, which is something I really appreciated. And then they went in depth with the uh, the pyro class. Uh, the pyro is really is pretty neat. Uh, def- definitely inspired by the solar class in Destiny. I think I think that much of that, that's very obvious. But what is kind of neat is that the pyro class has like a, um, it puts enemies in certain in a stasis where it seems like the pyro does extended damage over time. Like there's a lot of setting people on fire, there's a lot of putting people in, I forget the term that they had, but it's kind of like, uh, almost like slow motion status, kind of sort of what the jester, the, the trickster does, but while they're in that slow motion, they are burning, you know, they're being incinerated. <laughs> flambéed. Yeah, they're being flambéed, and what's kind of neat about that is you can expand that that skill tree. And turn each of those enemies that are caught up in that into a living explosive. So you hit them with your special, your special, and then you add that status. And when they, then when you add that uh, that explosive, you know, once you open that skill, that explosive status is just literally turns them into an area effect bomb. And you can chain that. Like you can literally wipe out an entire group of enemies uh, by just cat- making one dude the bomb and catching everybody else in stasis. They're con- they're continuously losing HP, but the guy you know that that's that's the, that's now the living explosive goes off, and he can chain other. Enemies that survive that explosion, they can in turn be the next living bomb, and it just it it, it just becomes this this chain reaction of, of of explosive death and giblets and ashes go <laughs> flying everywhere. So I wow. I I really like what what they're doing in this game. Uh, it's third person. They all they also mentioned again that all of your uh, all of your add-ons, all of your gear, all of the aesthetic and uh, changes that you make are going to be present on your character in all the cutscenes. <clears throat> Take note, Cyberpunk 2077. I like that. <laughs> um, you actually see your the individuality of your character. Oh, that's cool. And they really, they, they honed that in a little bit in the first, in the first episode, they, honed, they go back and honed that in. And I want to say they honed that in again in the second. So again, this, I think they're, they have, they're observing or they have observed everything that has gone right and wrong with the games of a, the games as a service type, you know, i.e. Destiny. Uh, and they're learning from the things that they did wrong. The story looks really interesting. The cast of characters looks pretty interesting. I don't know if they're going to carry as much weight as the uh, Guardian NPCs did, because, I mean, they had, like, some fairly heavy, you know, voice talent behind them, and, you know, they they carried... There was a certain gravitas to... You know the Kate, uh, uh, Kate, Cade, K- and, and uh, uh, the, the the I can't even remember the, Zavala. The people, Zavala, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a certain there is a certain gravitas to that to that voice talent attached to those characters that kind of brought them out. Uh, but again, you kind of sort of had to do some. Out of game, investigating to really get the full breadth of what they're trying to do. I don't know. If, I don't know if if these characters in this game are going to be able to carry that kind, of, that same type of weight or that same kind of weight. If it's well acted, and they mentioned that they've got some two and a half hours worth of uh, filmed, you know, cutscenes that tells the entire story of this world of, of the Outriders universe. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And even if it doesn't have big name brand talent, you know, if it's well acted, well presented and it's put forth in the game, uh, then I think that's a win-win all the way around. So um, I'm definitely, definitely looking, looking forward to this, to, to this title.
2: Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. I kind of took a look a little bit, uh, on the first episode, and I, I am day one for me, at least from what I saw so far on there. I think, Des, I think you definitely appreciate the fact that you could create up to six characters and you could trade your gear between your characters as well.
1: So. Is that a dig, Joe? Are you, are you digging at me because I love to create characters?
2: <laughs> no, I'm not mm. digging at you, Matt. Mm-hmm. No, I'm
1: just kidding. Yeah, I, 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 know, I, think it's I
2: know you like the back of my hand, man. Yeah. You're like my buddy.
1: Yeah. No, uh, no, but I honestly do think that the game's going to be really good. Um, I'm just worried that it's it's. I'm just worried that it's not going to be. And I know this word is bad. I just hope that it's not generic. That's the one thing, you know. And I think I think it has a lot of stuff going for it that will separate it separate it from other games. At least I'm hopeful. Um, but but early signs again have me hopeful for it. And. Um, and yeah, I'm 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 here to play it. I'm I'm going to try it, you know. So, is it a day one for me? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure. Uh, it probably will be a day one for me if both of you guys buy it day one. So, and then we can all play it together. So, this maybe this might be able to scratch that kind of, you know, um uh, that void or fill that void that def- the destiny left. So, so we'll see so alright and so our next news story is uh, and this is for Joe right here because he loves little gadgets like these You remember the tiger oh, yeah um, so it looks like and this is from uh, this is from Eurogamer looks like the uh, Sega 60th anniversary celebration continues with the announcement of another mini console check that out like they, they swore they'd never make another console and yet they just did so um, too bad it's not an actual real console. I really wish Sega would get back into the console market, but it's just too 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 late for all that. But, but anyway, um, it's called the Astro City Mini, and it is a scaled-down version of one of Sega's most iconic pieces of arcade hardware, and will feature some 36 uh, of its arcade classics. So while the whole complete list has not been released yet, uh, it looks as though there is going to be a couple of uh, games that were already uh, shown. And it looks like it's going to be uh, Golden Axe, which is fantastic. Uh, it's sequel, Revenge of Death Adder, as well as uh, Virtual Fighter and Fantasy Zone. Now, I've played all of them except for Fantasy Zone, but um, I'm sure you guys have played it. We can talk about it in a minute. But uh, but as a similar form to the uh, Neo Geo Mini, which came out back in 2018. Um, and so uh, it looks like it has a micro-switched stick, so it has a stick on it, um, and six buttons. So it actually is like a um, a stand-up model. It's really it's like imagine a, a kind of an L shape, you know, with the with you know with the little screen and everything. And um, it looks like it uh, and it comes complete with a marquee that lights up even, and has stereo speakers set atop the cabinet. Just as if it was the real thing. Um, <laughs> and so uh, the Astro City also has an HDMI out and is powered by a marker USB. While a couple of additional USB ports allow you to attach extra controls for multiplayer. And and it uh, looks like uh, Sega Legend uh, Hiroshi Kiwaguchi Kiwa uh, uh, is also supplying the menu music. So it looks like it's you know, it's another one of those you know retro consoles that that these older that these older companies are trying to you know rush out um, to to really kind of hit on that nostalgia. I think it's I just really wish that they would have done um, for the 60th anniversary. Like, wouldn't it have been awesome instead of this if they actually released like a limited edition like master system if they if they just for like a just for like a couple of months they they mass produced a couple of master systems and just kind of threw them out there in the market wouldn't that be uh, great? Or or, or they're, like a, They're doing
2: like... a Game Gear mini. They're doing a little tiny Game Gear that literally fits in the palm of your hand. I don't know if I want to play that because it's no. so
1: tiny. No, but... no. Fuck all that noise. No, no, no tiny machines. <laughs> no little desktop things you set. No, I, I think it'd be, be really kind of cool to do that. You know, just really kind of get some of those. And I'm talking about a full-sized one, too. You know, or or, or redo a... um. You know, like use the body of a Dreamcast but have like no disc drive on it and it just comes pre-packed with a couple of like really hard to find games. Like could you imagine that? If if they released a Dreamcast and it had like, you know, uh, Canon Spike and a couple uh, other games that that like are that that go for like hundreds and hundreds of dollars now and you better not assault that copy I gave you, Joe. Anyway, uh so So I do think it would have been, you know, something cool. I mean, I'm not going to buy this. This is obviously not for me. Um, And it looks like it might not be for you either, Joe, uh, because it's going to be under 100 pounds. And we're hoping that it might get released in the West because there is no actual release date for it as of this writing. So you might not be able to get it in America. You might have to import it. Who knows how much the import costs are going to be. Are either one of you going to get this? Because I'll tell you right now, again, like I said, this is not for me. I have a Retro Pie. I can just play it on that. Most of these games that are going to be on there, I can play it on that. I don't need that, you know, that nostalgia kind of thing. That, that, that doesn't pull to my heartstrings. So would either of you want to purchase this?
0: No, um, because I... I was really hyped for the neo geo uh mini arcade mini and then when i finally saw it i think uh i I just i just wasn't digging the the overall presentation of it i mean then there were the games that they selected were different depending on where you you bought it and i don't know but but this looks like i kind of dig the aesthetic of this you know the fact that it's got you know the the points of a, the points of attraction light up on the cabinet itself is kind of dope uh this basically looks like a shrunk down uh japanese arcade unit yeah
1: uh, that's, that's exactly sorry yeah. that's exactly what i meant to say yes you were exactly yeah, it's right
0: it's a shrunken down japanese arcade unit i dig that you know the usb ports it's going to be interesting if you can uh, connect uh, you know two two or more of these things together you know, and play in a group, you know, or run them, connect them to your TV. But I'm in agreement agreement with you, Des. Here's the thing that if Sega wants to do this, this is how they knock it out of the park. You make a Dreamcast or a Saturn cased unit. Okay. You re-release the their most iconic controllers for that system, whether it's the Saturn or the Dreamcast, and you just have that thing packed. I mean, packed with those those Sega classics, those arcade classics, those Dreamcast specific classics, those Saturn specific games. You know, I wanna I wanna log in. I wanna see Burning Rangers up in there. Uh, you get some of the third party involved. I I, I, I want to see, uh, um, you know, Treasures, some of Treasures games up in there. And you just pack that thing full of, I want to see Dynamite Deck up in there. I want to see all that. And you include with, you, you have the system, you have a six button controller, you can. You might even have. Uh, uh, you know, as an add-on, you might even have the uh, 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 Dreamcast. Uh, you know, c- control unit-looking thing that has you know its own little mini games on there if you want, and just ball it out, and you put all them games on there. You 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 make them so, you, you get those third-party some of those third-party games that were just legends on those two systems and you know maybe even go back to genesis the the master system if they really want to ball it out and you put that that box out you know make it make it build quality I'm you know has to be good i want it to look and feel like a dreamcast or a saturn i mean obviously i'm not expecting it to have a cd drive or any of that stuff i just Want to have an impressive-looking shell that that reminds me of that classic console, but you just have that sucker fill it fill it to the max. You offer light guns for your House of the Dead games. I mean, just pimp it out, and you put it, you put it out there. That's that's how they that that's how they land a home run in in retro consoles. That that's how you do it. You just Go back and you look at your legacy from arcade to console, and you just put everything out there, uh, emulated to the nth degree, with an impressive UI, an impressive something that breaks everything down from either from system to you know arcade board, you know whatever, and just have perfect. I mean, high end perfect emulation on that thing and you sega could probably name their price for that and i think it would fly off the shelves i think you know i mean they're not i don't think they're going to mass mark mass manufacture it and i don't think they would even really need to uh if they if they put it out and say hey we're going to get it we're going to make x amount of thousands of these things these are the games that you're going to get these are the peripherals that are going to be available. You get your light guns. You get all the, you know, be able to play, you know, uh, Virtual Cop and all that. Man, I would be all, I would be all over that, like, like, like stink, like stank on skunk, without a doubt. This, mm, I, I'm not really feeling that.
1: How about you, Joe? You got stank on skunks? <laughs>
2: I pre-ordered this uh, literally like about 20 <laughs> minutes ago.
1: <laughs> That's
2: why I love you, man. That's why I love you. Wario64 posted the link on Amazon Japan, and I just said, okay, let's get this done. I got the Amazon Limited Edition. So, unfortunately, the mini controller that comes with it is not uh, shippable to the U.S., so I'm going to have to figure out another way. Uh, the mini controller is freaking dope. Uh, it, look, it looks great it looks like a small astro uh basically uh control pad instead of the joystick it has a d-pad on there but uh, it has a you know hdmi out 36 games alter beast alien syndrome for god's sake alien storm on here uh you, you know Name your price, and I uh, name the price. Credit card, chit charge right there. <laughs> so, jeez, Joe, it, it will be delivered on or after, um, according to Amazon, uh, on January third and January sixth. So, if COVID hasn't killed us all by then, I'll be enjoying my Astro City uh, Sega retro cabinet. I'll Probably be playing on the same desk <laughs> I'm talking to you <laughs> as we speak. Uh, well, tra- okay, 14... fourteen, fourteen. 14,000 yen translates to around about 135 bucks. So there you well, go. You got it. Charge it. You know it.
1: Yikes. All right.
2: You know, I'm super excited for this thing. So this thing's dope. In fact, our mutual friend Nick messaged me this morning and said he wanted this like, like bad. So I'm just hoping. Uh, I don't know if they're going to release this in the US at all, but if they do, cool. If not, uh, you know, I got to a good collectible namesake to, you know, hold on to. So. There you go. All right. And I got some other news on top of everything. All else has just been jam-packed full of news this episode. Um, if you haven't been paying attention, Ubisoft Forward is coming up on Sunday. So we're going to check out new ta- trailer teases of Watchdog's Legion and Assassin's Creed Valhalla on there. Uh, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, there was a Thirty-minute demo that got leaked that Ubisoft was trying to pull off of all social media. On trash. there, I think Kevin could tell you why.
0: <laughs> no, um, go go ahead, continue. But, <laughs> yeah. a, that, that, that gameplay was trash. I'm sorry. It
2: it, who knows? They, They're saying it was from a, like a demo build, and you know, <laughs> you know the usual excuses out there. But uh, um, obviously, we're going to see more about their. Um, battle royale game hyperscape that was already announced on there so uh, if you're excited for a another battle royale on on the docket on there but uh, they also rumored right now is that uh, far cry 6 is going to make its appearance and they do have a particularly noted actor giancarlo esposito one of the famous actors from the Breaking Bad series has played a role in Far Cry 6. On there, I don't know if he's going to be the main villain or not, but uh, this is Gus, the uh, you know chicken guy from Breaking Bad. So we'll see um, what role he plays in Far Cry 6. Uh, you know, uh, and obviously you might see other games maybe uh, reiterated on um including you know, skull and bones which we're kind of wondering what was going on with that beyond good and evil 2 uh gods and monsters which i want to see more info of so and then um, if you happen to watch the um event on sunday you can win a or obtain a free copy of watchdogs 2 for the pc as well so so that will be live this Sunday at 12 p.m. Specific Standard Time on July 12th on there. So any excitement, or are you just going to think uh, usual Ubisoft
0: stuff? I'm not really excited for this. Uh, I, I mean, maybe for Skull and Bones, because I'm, I'm one of those crazy, crazy guys that actually like the ship combat in... Uh, Assassin's Creed uh, particularly in a, a Assassin's Creed uh, the one with the, with the pirate Black, uh, Flag. Black Flag Black Flag I love the ship combat in Black Flag I thought that was that was one of the most impressive parts about that game but Valhalla left me the, the gameplay leak in Valhalla looked bad and even if that they got you know even I'm sure that the frame rate is going to be much better but the overall, do you? I don't think you assassinate anybody in in Assassin's Creed games anymore. I I I think you just go around, you know, Witcher three in it, uh, and that, that's why I haven't played the last two AC games. It used to be my favorite adventure series. I I, I love the Ezio games. And Black Flag, I mean, I even liked the one about the the, the First Nation guy. It was uh, Assassin's Creed 3. Everybody said Assassin's Creed 3 was trash. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, but, and, and uh, Black Flag was just like the perfection of all those prior game systems, you know, into one. And then they threw in that... Uh, reimagined ship combat and i just oh man and i thought that was super dope but i didn't play origins i didn't play odyssey and after what i've seen of valhalla i ain't playing that either it's 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 just not my deal now uh far cry i'm far cry is a little long in the tooth for me too i played five I put a number of hours into five, but I just got bored with it. You know all I'm doing is going driving from place to place shooting people in the face and that's really it. The story w- really you know jeremiah seed I think if it was more of a i think instead of it being it of uh, if it weren't an open world game and it was something more more uh uh What's the word I'm looking for? If it was a, a more directed experience, more directed a more directed experience, I probably would have dug it more. But you know, I don't think the supporting cast was really that strong. The characters really weren't all that interesting uh, outside of the outside of the main villains. But man, it just got so extensive and so boring. You know. Yeah, I, it's just like yeah. I, I just how you couldn't. really feel? Yeah.
1: Are you still? <laughs> are you still dropping into the machine and living the past? So, do they still have the 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 modern day version, the modern day periods too, or is it just all set in the on past Assassin's now? Creed? Yeah, they still do. Yeah, they still mm-hmm. even even in like Odyssey and the other ones. Correct.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Still, You're still, you, still in on. the Animus
1: why I don't know, that makes sense that, that does not make any sense just let it be at the game like i thought that was really cool for the first ones but they really should have got rid of that aspect of it a long time ago like are, are these why. people still related to each other at all or just, i don't know it no seems...
0: they're, i don't think they're related they're they're just it it's all uh, it's more about the the history of the assassins guild you know in history more so than it that it is you know an individual that's has their DNA through all these? I think that's how it is. Again, I stopped playing after uh, uh, Black Flag, so I don't know what I don't know what took place after Black Flag. So
1: yeah. Oh well.
2: Anything else be Ubisoft you're looking forward to? Or just gonna kind of see what comes out and take it from there, Des?
1: I have no. I'm, if you buy it, I'll play it at your house. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of excited for Gods and Monsters that's like um, the Assassin's Creed team their kind of take on Breath of the Wild a little bit you know we haven't really seen too too much about it uh, but it's supposed to be um, based in Greek mythology with uh, a little bit more of a, a Zelda-esque gameplay bent I mean granted I don't want I don't expect a carbon copy of Breath of the Wild because if I want to play Breath of the Wild guess what I'm going to go play Breath of the Wild you know so but we'll have to see you know We'll talk about it next episode, whether it's a smash success or the same old, same old. We'll let you know on there. So. All right. I've got a couple more quick news stories real quick, uh, kind of stuff that just came out just literally like earlier today. Uh, well, first thing, we talked about this on the prior episode, but the uh, Kingdoms of MLR is getting a, a re-release, a remaster called Kingdoms of MLR Re-Reckoning. On there. So they actually um, clarified the release date. It's going to be on, on September 8th. It's originally supposed to be out on August the 18th on there. But the why I'm mentioning this again is that they have also announced that they are going to be releasing an expansion, uh, some uh, DLC after this uh, remaster drop. So their next expansion is going to be called Fatesworn and it's going to be due in 2021 on all platforms. It's going to be a paid and premium-style expansion and can give uh, TH Nordic's plans for the series a kind of uh, kick boost, if need be, on there. So we'll see uh, what they work on. Uh, but, you know, if you do happen to get this remaster, they are working on new content that, that will be dropping next year on this. I th- thought that was kind of cool. And this uh, remaster is going to retail for... Uh, 3999 on there so so uh, yeah, I think we talked about this before I'm, I'm there day one. I think I think most of us here probably be there day one but uh, we'll see so and then last but not least uh, the developers of the game Greedfall have announced their newest game earlier today. Um, Spider Studios announced a game entitled Steel Rising on there so and the premise of this game is kind of interesting it takes place in 18th century France right before the French Revolution and it takes like a what if scenario if king louis the uh, 16th uh it was in power and basically uh, uses a robot army to destroy uh, the french uprising on there so and, sure. uh, so they said that Steel Rising is more action oriented than Greek Fall or any of their previous games including like Technomancer or Bound by Flame on there, but uh, you play as Aegis, a powerful female Ottoman who serves as a personal protector of Queen Mary Antoinette. On there, so so, so it's getting wrapped up in some crazy, uh, you know, like almost you know pseudo history, if need be. You know, imagine robots in the 18th century in uh, you know revolutionary France. So so
0: so this uh, is like. The European version of Sucker Wars?
2: <laughs> I'm not sure. You gotta check out the trailer to get more, but uh, they're basically uh, promising action based combat, some vertical exploration on there, um, and climbing on balconies, discovering secret passages. It's uh, like a, almost like an RPG style on um, here that they're kind of going for, less of uh, what Greedfall was and more action oriented. So. So I just like the motif of it, the look of it. So I don't know how you guys feel, but we'll probably talk about it more as it's, uh you know, worked on on there. This is next gen uh, console worthy, if need be. This is coming out for next
0: gen. So sounds like it could be interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm down. I'm 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 a fan of Spider Studio, so yeah, we'll I'll take a look at it.
0: All right, good deal. All right, and that's our news. So. All right, thank you, Joe, for sharing that information with our listeners. Uh, we've got a question of the week uh, thats that we're going to extend for another week, and we're, going to, we're talking about RPGs and their question. Name an RPG series that you're a fan of that is lesser known than the usuals, i.e. Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, Elder Scrolls, Fallout. The series has to have at least two entries, let us know of your choices, and we will discuss your favorites in our next episode. So we're going to keep that question out for another week, and we're going to uh, read our responses uh, at that time. Um, and how do, you, how do you let us know what uh, the answer to that question, or how do you get in contact with us? Well, we'll ga- gladly share, share that with you. You can contact us at gamingvessels at gmail.com, if you want to answer, you can answer our, our main event question. If you've if you heard something that you want to respond to, uh, if you'd like even like to be on the show and be a part of getting your getting your gaming opinions out to our listenership at large, you want to be, you're want you going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Contact-wise, we can be reached at GamingVessels on Twitter, Individually, I am at Shonuff seventy one. That's S H O N U F. The number seventy one. PlayStation, I am Shonuff seven. Same spelling with the number seven. Xbox Live, I am Shonuff seventy zero seven one. Same spelling with 071. On Steam, I am Shonuff seventy one. Also, folks, when uh, uh, when you, when you down, wherever you download uh, this podcast and whatever uh, podcast app you're using. Please be sure to hit the link of our Discord server. We, we're trying to build our Discord community. We have a, a, a few different servers where we have news, general discussion, and we're trying to push our uh, our, our social media content uh, to that side of things. So be sure to check us out on Discord. Um, and before I turn, the, turn it over for uh, contacts of, of our co-hosts, also, I won't lie, I did this a little bit out of order. Forgive me, folks. But our game nights taking place on Thursdays, Thursday evenings, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Typically taking place on PlayStation Network, but we have all the systems, we have all the uh, online services. So whatever game yeah. you're you're feeling on whatever platform you're feeling, it won't be a problem for us to get a hold of it and play with you. There typically right now we're running um as you can guess Monster Hunter World Iceborne. But yeah,
2: we could also do Xbox we do as well. Yes. Yeah. Xbox, my favorite cons. Oh wait. Uh
1: Xbox. <laughs> yes.
0: Get out of here. <laughs> so uh Dez, where can folks get a hold of you on social media?
1: Yeah, you can find me on uh Twitter at the Nemo Six T H E N t-h-e-n-e-m-o-s-i-x or you can find me on either Xbox or uh, PS4 at uh, NemoTiger N E M O T G G R. As a friendly reminder, if you do message any of us on any of those platforms, especially on the uh, the consoles, please uh, let us know how you how you heard of us because there's a lot of bots out there, and we you know we want to be friends with live people, not bots. Nothing no no offense of against bots, but you know. They know why we don't want to be friends with them. So, uh, Joe, where can people find you?
2: Uh, they can find me on social media on Twitter at Joe Fongul, J-O-E F-O-N-G-U-L, on Xbox, and also on Ubi. Um, God, I, I forgot the name of the damn program. Uh, Play. I am Kamunagar, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A six nine. 95 also on playstation network nintendo network and steam i am known as community k-a-m-u-n-a-g-a-r-a
0: well all right folks and we want to thank you for hanging in there with us and checking us out so we are now going to bring season six episode 22 to a close for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area, Area Terror, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. I am SeanF71 signing out. We'll be back next week. Peace. Xbox. <laughs>